Welcome to the Shrink Think Podcast. I'm Aaron. And I'm Nathan. And we're both licensed professional counselors in Oregon, here to bridge the gap between therapists and clients. We are your companions on your journey to build your healthcare practice, yourself, and your relationships. To get you started, we've created a free email course on our website. Head over to shrinkthink.com forward slash podcast, where we've got practical steps on overcoming fear and anxiety. Thank you for joining us on the Shrink Think Podcast. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Shrink Think Podcast. We are now part of the SiteCraft Network of podcasts. This is really exciting for us. We recently joined up with uh, Gordon Brewer's new uh, Yeah, it's a podcast network with a bunch of other awesome friends, uh, some people that we know, some colleagues that are new to us. They're all doing amazing things for the community, for your mental health, for therapists, for people just really trying to do some good, amazing personal growth. And so you'll be hearing some advertisements and some sponsored episodes uh, from these people. We really believe in the message and the vision of what's going on. So we're excited to be here as part of that SiteCraft Network. Welcome. Hi, folks. Gordon Brewer here. And if you don't know me, I'm the person behind the Kindness and Compassion podcast, which is part of the Sightcraft Network of podcasts. And I'm so proud to be part of this network, along with Nathan and Aaron, and the great work they are doing to help people in their lives and in their journeys. And if you haven't discovered the Kindness and Compassion podcast, you can find us wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'd love for you to join me as I explore both the psychological and spiritual and emotional sides of how we can live into more kindness and compassion in our lives. It's a podcast devoted to helping people find peace and contentment in their lives through the practices of kindness and compassion. You can also check us out at kindnessandcompassion.com. Welcome, you welcome, welcome to the network, even though you're already listening. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. We are excited to be here, as always, because we've got some fresh content and some fresh process today. And you're like, what the heck does that mean? Well, I'm going to tell you after you do me a little favor, after you head on over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeart, wherever you get your podcasts. And please go ahead and leave us five stars. Give us a review if you've got one. And if not, just tap those five stars to let um, our listeners know, let other people know um, who have not heard about us that you like us, that we're worthy of listening to. Because we're, we, you know, we've been doing this for a couple of years and we're working hard trying to listen to our audience and come up with content that is uh, relatable, that's meaningful, but also to have a good time doing it. And we're always trying to learn and adjust and give you guys what you're looking for. So leave us a review five stars and thank you for listening as always. So with that, let's talk about this fresh content and fresh process that I mentioned. So today's episode is really interesting because it's I was just telling Nathan before we started recording as we were talking about this that this is like psychology 101. It's like a basic thing and yet 
it's something that is so fundamental that I think most of us kind of forget that it's there or it's really, really easy to overlook. But it's the foundation, I think, for good communication and the ability to connect on the same level with what we're talking about. So, Nathan, what the heck is content and how is it different from process? Yes. A little background as I get there to explain this is I was working with a couple and it kind of occurred to me all at once that this one person in the couple was more of a content person and the other person was more of a process person. And the reason why that occurred to me was because they were saying she was asking something. I can't remember what it was. And he was like, we already talked about that. And she was not, um, she was not asking about something that was already talked about. She was asking basically for what the process was that, that her husband was going through at the time when they got into a fight. She already knows what was said, but he's sitting there going, why are you going to talk about what we said again? <laughs> I was already there. <laughs> I remember it. <laughs> right. And so it just kind of clicked. I'm like, this is so separate because content and process is basically content is the items of something the the content of a conversation, the words that are said in the process is how those words get said. And so we oftentimes as therapists will focus on that entire thing, right? Well, we are constantly doing that, but it never had totally occurred to me until that moment. Like, Oh, this is very, like, this can be very separate. You can, people can be that separate. You know, we've done this uh, podcast before on um, external processing versus internal processing. So if you kind of think in the same way that there's people that are more content oriented and people that are more process oriented, and um, it is it is hard to reconcile that because when somebody is when a tough time does go down like an argument, the process person cares more about understanding how and why the communication is happening, and the content person cares more about what actually is being said. So the questions are coming from those places, like. So, but they're the same, it's the same language, you know, like, how could you say that? Well, I, this is what I said. No, no. Like, like, why do you say that? (laughs) Like, Like, how how did you get there? Actually, (laughs) I moved my mouth and words came out. (laughs) That's how it happened. (laughs) (laughs) Is that that what you're talking about? (laughs) It's kind of simple. You're doing it right now, actually. You man, you needed to. I wish there was a video for that. <laughs> Your mouth so crazy. I move my <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So, but massive fights can happen because of this. And and the other, the I guess the the part of this that sticks out to me the most is learning to value the other side of the coin. So, if you are a process person, you need to value the content, and the content person needs to value this process. But once a person kind of realizes, like with this other couple I was working with, it was like, it just clicked. Um, the content person was like, oh, well, I just need to, basically, I just need to answer this, even though I have no idea why it matters, right? Yeah, so here's an example. So it's just very simple. What what the content is doesn't matter. You can say, like, we made a decision. You know, we talked about something, and we decided something, maybe as a as a parent, it could be for friends as well. It doesn't really matter, you know, or you and your kids. It, it, like, it, it's not just a like a relationship, romantic relationship specific thing. So you've made a decision and the content is we've decided to do X. Well, that's great. But if in the process, 
you didn't listen to me, you didn't include my input, you just made that decision without me, then we didn't make the decision together. You decided on my behalf, I might feel left out, or I might feel like my voice doesn't matter to you, or that I'm invisible, or whatever you want is the thing that, that matters the most, even if, even if that's the decision that I also wanted. So let's say we both agree on decision X, but in the process, I was not included, I was left out, therefore the process is the thing that matters. In situations or instances, it could be that we're all on the same page, you know, we agree, we talk, we're included or whatever, but then content-wise, you want X and I want Y then that might be our problem right there. So you can kind of see that both of those elements are important in coming to both, like, I guess, a good conclusion, whatever that's going to be, whether you're deciding something or you just resolve an issue, a a misunderstanding, um, whether you're doing that um, or you're just trying to maintain your relationship because that ultimately is what process is going to do for you. Yeah, and and what I've noticed is that Anxiety and depression is it like really flavors this in the sense that it it happens differently for the content person than it does for the process person, and so, it can be really aggravating. Are you saying like the depressed person is like, well, I just wanted to tell you about my decision. <laughs> oh my lord! Like, I hope not. That'd be lame. <laughs> or as the non-depressed person is like, hey, let's talk about this. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's what you mean. No, it's not what I mean. No, so think of it in terms of here here's a good example. So a content person will be more focused on things that are happening, whatever the surface level type of stuff that's going on. So all the things that need to happen in a week, okay? The process person is it's not that they don't care about all the stuff that's going on in a week. If they have a structure overall that they're thinking through how all those things are going to happen. Like a system like, sort of a thing. Right. If they've mm-hmm. already kind of decided like, oh, I know how this is going to happen. And they have kind of a way or they understand the motivation of why we're doing it, um, whatever those things are. And the content person goes, and and we got to do this and this and this. The, the process person is not going to be stressed about that. They're just going to go, okay. And then in their mind, they put that into the structure and motivation of what of why they're doing what they're doing for the whole week. And they're like, okay, you know, and that can be aggravated to the content person can feel like, don't you get how much stuff that we're doing? Like, oh yeah, I totally understand. It fits in my little structure. Yeah, of course. I've got systems for this and that and the other thing, and we'll just plop them right in. Right. So on the other side, where a process person gets stressed out, the content person is going to be like, whatever, (laughs) which if the process person has got multiple processes that are kind of co-occurring, so, or maybe even like some complicated processes that it, they're like with many moving parts, even if there's just one, but lots of moving parts, for example. Right, right, right. So somebody that, for example, um, I'm thinking of a person who has a complicated job, like it's not as simple as just, you know, no, no offense out there to the burger flippers, but it's not as simple <laughs> as you're just, we also want you to listen to our podcast <laughs> and leave us five stars also. <laughs> right. By this, at this point, by the way, if you leave only one, you'll be the only one. You don't want to be the only one. <laughs> Oh my, yes, we are thirsty. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, um, if they've got like something going on at work, right? They've got all these different things they're trying to manage at work. They know why they're doing it. And the structure that they have to do those things is at its max. They're just, because when you think of like the time that it takes to do it and all these different things and all the different components, because maybe they're managing several different people, right? And then they come home. 
And then the content person that they're married to goes, so this is what's going on with the kids. We got blah, 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 or whatever is going on. They're like, they'll have a system for that that's separate. The problem will be how much of the, of the work system is infecting. Like if they were thinking to themselves like, okay, I'll redo my structure. All I need to do is about 10 emails when I get home. And then I will be able to offload that and it's going to be just fine. And then they get home and, this, and this, there's more content that's blown up that their structure that they're used to having is now not going to work because they're going to they're gonna have to shift things around. They get overloaded. Is it kind of like if you've got a way of doing things that gets disrupted, like, oh, no, I can't take this route because that road is closed. There's construction. I have to go, what? Because I take this road and then I stop off at the library. And I drop off these books and then I go to the bank and I can't do all of that. Right. Yes. So the other side of this then to kind of show where the anxiety is for the content person, they're going to say like simply like you're just not at work. There's no content from work here. You have nothing to worry about. Why are you thinking about those things when they show up? It's just not going to, it's like there's more of a, of a guillotine type of scenario that kind of goes off for them. Like, those things are not in front of you right now. Just forget about it. Don't get me wrong. I'm making this very black and white on purpose to kind of make it make sense. Because the truth is, is that every person that's listening to this podcast can do content and process, right? It's not the same as a personality difference. It's just that if you kind of lean towards one way or another to manage and look through life at a certain lens, this is going to affect you a little bit more. I mean, the content person is going to understand to some extent, like, okay, well, you have some stuff coming in. They're, they're not going to be as worried about that as you, though, because they'll figure that you're just going to be at work tomorrow and then you'll do that. Like the content is over at this building that you came from. You sort of think about it like, and I think the black and white is actually very helpful because you look at it like, oh, yeah, those marbles are over in that compartment over there. When you're in this compartment over here, those marbles are still over there. They're, they didn't follow you here, <laughs> right? <laughs> the content is still over there. Nothing so, to worry about. That's right. Exactly. So in that way, it's like if you can, part of the reason that, well, the entire reason why I guess I'm bringing this up and I was like, Aaron, we should talk about this is because with the, with a few couples that, that I brought this up with, it kind of made a pretty dramatic change. Um, in one situation, the the gal was able to go and this is kind of uh, and they are they are a bit more black and white actually in this situation of content and process meaning very much more trending that way than just simply in the middle and what she was able to because of the content of therapy the information that was coming to her in therapy at the time she was able to go oh so i just need to do this and give him space to make sense of why we're doing what we're doing because to, to her it didn't really matter totally why they were doing it in the sense that it, because her answer would be because it needs to get done simple. And he's looking at it like, well, how does it work inside of our life? And like, how am I going to integrate that into what I do every day? And I'm going to do this. Okay. So then I got to change, blah, 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 blah. And she didn't really care as much about that. So when it came down to him asking a question, he was not asking what needed to be done. He was asking, he wanted to talk to her about how they should do it, which to be honest, she didn't care at all about. But the reason why this can be so important is because if you think about it in terms of a relationship, and, and I like these terms of like being depressed or frustrated and then being stressed, 
if the other person that you're in this relationship with, whether it's a roommate or it's a partner or a family member, whatever it is, if that person is stressed because they don't know the why and the how that something's happening, you know, the process of something, they're going to be kind of stressed. And if you're in a relationship with that person, it's going to affect you. It's going to impact you. And so if you want that person to be happy, you know, quote unquote, you want them to be kind of calm and to be doing well, and you don't want this stress. I mean, obviously, there's a little bit of selfishness in it, which is just fine, you know, because you've got to be in a relationship with this person. So obviously, you want them to be doing okay. Then give them that information. And if if it's something so simple that it's like, well, I don't care about it, but okay, fine, here you go. I'll just share this with you. If it makes such a big deal to the other person, why not do that, right? It's good for them. It's good for your relationship. And ultimately, at the same time, it's you also asking for the other thing on the other side, because for the other person who doesn't care about your content, for example, uh, they might say like, well, I want to talk about the process. Who cares what ended up happening? You know, what th- that that final thing It's like, well, I care. What did you ultimately decide to do? If you need to like ramble, ramble, ramble through, concise it down for the other person in this example, because that's what's going to help them to be able to stay in the conversation like well with you. Right. It has, I think um, the biggest thing with this is, is when you realize that there's these two different ways to, that you're playing with really that you're understanding information that's coming in, that you're trying to organize it, then it's, that is this exact same way that you're going to get anxious or depressed. If you, if you can't get like through the process or whatever, you're going to be depressed or you're going to be frustrated and anxious. In the same way that on the other side, if, if, if the person feels like you're not listening to me, like you're not, you're not paying attention to these, all this content because you're, and quite frankly, you're probably not. I mean, cause you're thinking in terms of that, like everything this person is saying you are fine with, like it, it will come across to them. Like it doesn't matter what they're talking about. Nothing matters at all. I, I was in a conversation recently where this uh, person was saying to me, Oh yeah. Well, that's, he was like, well, that's kind of more my wife uh, is more the content person. And so she, I just tell her like, that's cool. Like just, I just count on you to let me know those things then. And and I was like, well, in other words, he's got the process of how he, of how the family needs to go. Like in his mind, it's fine. So when she says whatever she says, these content versus things like this is the stuff we need to do this week, um, how it could feel to her is when he says, and I challenged him on this, when he says, um, oh, I, I, that's cool. I don't think that way. I just challenge you to like, or not challenge, but like, I count on you to say those things. He's also saying to her, like, um, I don't care about those things at all. And so you're alone. Uh, make sure that you figure those things out. So now what she has to do is look at all, she, she can no longer trust him to look at any of the content of life. It is all on her in order to do this. And this is not a gender thing, by the way. I know I'm, it's framing this way, but it's not remotely a gender thing. You could completely be a content person and be either gender or whatever. So um, all that to say, he was like, oh, it kind of hit him like, yeah, you're putting her over here. And she has to, she's, she, you're saying to her, don't count on me to care about any of the content because I know where it all fits in the structure. So the content really will never matter. And so, um, but I do think it matters. I do think it matters to you. I'll tell you with the words that it matters, but I'll never participate in that process with you. Right. And, and the truth is, um, also, I just <laughs> want to say, 
this guy has a great heart. So he, when, when he heard me say that, he actually teared up. He was like, I never want to ask her to do that. And so, but that's what my point is, is this is so, can be so, when it's stressful, um, if you can switch how you think about it and maybe assume like, oh, okay, maybe this is a content or process thing and I just need to try to speak more to the how or what, um, then I think it'll be helpful. Yeah, because ultimately underneath all of that, you know, you're talking about stress or, or anxiety or depression or whatever, but underneath all of that, this is a conversation between two people and they have different needs. One has a need for content, the other has a need for process. And so it's ultimately an exercise in need meeting, which means the other person has a need and you want to try to meet that need for them or satiate that need because ultimately they will feel satisfied, heard, valued, and cared about in the conversation, even if the thing that you're giving them to you has no value, because to the other person, it has a lot of value. And again, remember, it works in the opposite direction as well. When you're asking the other person, hey, I've got this need for this thing, they might be thinking, who cares about that? That doesn't mean anything to me. But you're saying, but it matters a lot to me. And when they give you that in that uh, that communication dynamic, I'm trying to avoid using the word process, but um, when, when they give you that in the dance that you're doing, you're like, thank you. That's all I was looking for, right? It makes you feel like, okay, I matter. Right, right. And one last thing before we go, and this is not going to be completely true, but I want to give you kind of a little bit of a handle. In Can you do two truths and a lie with this, actually? <laughs> two truths and a lie. Come on, little campers. Yeah, two truths and a lie. That'd be funny. It's up to Which you. one's the lie? Talk to you later. <laughs> it's up to you, listeners, to figure it out. Well, have a good day. <laughs> well, what I mean is that, see, I'm a process person. Um, anyway, I'm just kidding. So what the deal is, is generally speaking, a left brain person is going to be more of a content person, and a right-brained person is going to be more of a process person, generally speaking. So if you kind of know, you know, that out here in the Pacific Northwest, we have a lot of engineers that work at different companies. Generally, an engineered person is is generally a left brain person. So probably they care more about content. And for those of you who have forgotten or you get them confused, right brain is like your more emotional, um, your abstract, creative um, side of your brain. It's where you experience much more emotion and experience the world. And then your left brain is the side that is much more logical, ordered, and organized. And it's actually where language comes from. So a lot of times when people uh, are, are maybe flooded or overwhelmed with something in their right brain, they don't have words for it in their left brain because they don't have like this integrated brain sort of a thing. So you can just sort of remember like left is logical, right is creative. Right. So, and I, we don't really probably shouldn't say more about any of that right now. I don't want to be confusing. But in general, just to kind of give yourself a, oh, maybe I could be this person then so you can kind of start being a bit more reflective about about where you might fit on the spectrum. It'll help you to know because you probably coupled with the other one. Most likely, you probably coupled with the other. And if you don't know, now you know. It's helpful to know that there are these things out there and you might not know which one you are. And you might walk around and people are like, oh, yeah, you're totally this one. You're like, I am. You're like, <laughs> I guess I'm the last one to that party. But it's good to know because then you can stay in your lane. You can communicate clearly what you're what you're wanting and needing and then switch over when you want to need. The, the point is to make this as conscious as possible so you can be aware and empowered. Have a great day. 
Thanks for listening to our show. Don't forget to head over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts to leave us a review and subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode. You can also visit our website at www.shrinkthinkpodcast.com forward slash course and sign up for our free email course, Nine Ways to Overcome Fear and Self-Doubt. And you'll get nine weeks worth of customized, practical strategies you can use to get past the fear that's holding you back in your life. Thanks again for listening.